Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hey everybody. Hello, welcome to this episode. (laughs) Part two of a series we're doing. We're rolling with it. We're done with going back. We are going forward in Jesus' name. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That was after a couple takes trying to get this started, but we're just moving forward. Okay, so... It's true. So today we want to talk about things. And one of the things that has really impacted us lately is this amazing testimony of a friend of ours um, that we're not going to share their name just in case they were not wanting us to. Um, But it's amazing. And yeah, a testimony that has encouraged us to not only hear prophecies, but to ask God how to partner with him and join with what he wants to see come to pass in our life, and then what can we do to see it happen? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're trying to get, we're trying to grow in not like talking with Christianese and break down words. And so sometimes we'll say partner with him, and we just want to make sure we're making it super clear. I know I grew up with hearing certain phrases. And I didn't understand what they meant until I got much older. And so it is a, such a good reminder for us to just like break things down. And so, yeah, when we say partner with him, we just, we mean asking him for practical steps of like, what can I do to see your will come to pass? Because I see in your word that there's things that you wanted to happen that didn't always happen because certain people didn't partner with you and actually partnered with their own desires and their own logic and things like Ishmael happened. Um, and so that's what we mean when we say partner, it's saying like, okay, what are practical things that I can do to see this come to pass? And what can they not do to see it not come to pass? <laughs> yeah. Cause we're called to be yoked with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me yeah. from gentle and heart, gentle and lowly in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls in me. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Well, practically speaking, a yoke is yeah. what they use to tie two oxen, for example, two oxen together yeah. to do work. Yeah. And so we, Jesus didn't say, come jump on my back and I'll give you a piggyback ride. Right, right. <laughs> it's like we're yoked with I'll Jesus. I'll do all the work, you just chill. You just chill, sit back yeah. and watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Not that there's anything necessarily wrong with Netflix. I'm just right. saying we get to co-labor with God. We have a role to play. It's yeah. all by his grace. Right. But we get to believe and act with right. him. Right. And obviously when I I'm not I'm not saying like I'm not going into the theology of like works first grace when I say I'll do all the work, but like really though some people really have just expected life that everything is God do God's doing when we actually have more to do with what happens in this world than some of us realize. And so yeah. that's just the picture we're trying to paint, not saying we're going to work, work, work and, um, and like rely on our works instead of the finished work of the cross. Um, but there is still an invitation for us to, yeah, to ask God for what we can do in our lives to see things come to pass. So. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and so that's why. Ah, oh, so so sad. I mean, you know, there's so many people that have so many prophecies that have been spoken over them. Yeah, and let alone prophet. I mean, even besides for prophecies, we have a more sure word of prophecy, the word of God. Right. 
there's so many Christians that aren't seeing the word of God come to pass in their lives. Yeah. More, even more important than prophecy, but also prophecy that lines up with God's will and word. And, uh, and the, this is why, like what we're about to share, like this is, and what we've, you know, shared some in the last episode is like why some people either by applying it or not applying it, why people see things come to pass or not see come to pass. Yeah. And so this is just super important, super key to see the will of God in and through our lives. Um, yeah. So uh, just a, some scriptural background for this. In 1 Timothy 1.18, Paul is writing to Timothy, a son in the faith, and he says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you sit on the couch and wait for them all to be fulfilled <laughs> while you do nothing. False. That is not what False. it says. False. Oh my gosh. But I did have to... I found this scrapbook yesterday of my like 11 year old self and I, and it said like in 20 years, I'll be a professional and I, and I checkmarked couch potato. So I had to reject that. (laughs) I will not be a professional couch potato. Yes. Amen. (laughs) To be fair, the only choices were professional couch potato or professional athletes. So it's not like you had much to work with there. I had some interesting, interesting, uh, choices there. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, diligence is a virtue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you just want to learn and get some uh, inspiration for diligence and for uh, partnering with God, read Proverbs because yeah. there's so much about diligence oh, yeah. Yeah. versus laziness and slothfulness yeah. in there. It's yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I know he's been speaking to me about that for some time, of just totally. like reinforcing totally. diligence. You know, in the same, uh, I guess it's not the Don't same. Don't forget to read what I, that actually says. I know, says. I know, I know. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm not the only one, you know. Anyway, I, there's people I respect that do this too, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have their wife next to them saying, hey, don't forget. <laughs> okay. But they might, they may. <laughs> okay, anyway, I will, uh, I will get back to that. But on this line, in Second Timothy 2, it talks about, uh, yeah, I'm just going to read it because I'm not confident in being able to quote it. I'll exactly. remember this for you. Thank you. Someone's <laughs> got to remember. Okay. Um, you know, first of all, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, 2 Timothy 2 1. And then moving on in verse 3, and therefore you must endure hardship mm-hmm. as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. They may be that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier, mm. and so we actually quoted this verse just last night, and mm. talking about like walking out what God wanted us to do in that moment, which mm. was pray when we were both very tired. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's by His grace. Yes. But there's still work involved from a place of rest by His grace and Spirit. So anyway, that is the best part. Getting back to 1 Timothy yeah. 1.18. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Yeah. Wow. That is very opposite to what I said earlier. Right. So it's not about just, uh, you know, some prophecies are literally God is just predicting what will, not, I mean predicting, God yeah. can't predict. He, he just knows. 
God knowing what will happen. Right. And some are just uh, predictive in a sense, and there's not much you need to do about them. Uh But I would say most prophecies, um, we need to partner with God in that. I mean, there's so many examples of that, even like, you know, right here, obviously. But then who was it? Um, Oh, was it Ezekiel? When When Israel was exiled... One, I think it was Daniel, that he saw the prophecies that God would bring Israel back. And so what did he do? He started praying into that. Mm. And there's, you know, Nehemiah prayed into yeah. God restoring Jerusalem. Yeah, they didn't and, just wait and be like, okay, God said it. Let me just watch this good movie, you know? Yeah, no, it's like there's a, even in the Old Testament, you see partnership with God in prophecy. Yeah. And um, even with the story of Abraham, which we went over last episode, to you know, just very briefly. Um, so anyway... Uh, so this applies again, it applies to prophecy, but it also applies to even to just the promises of God, yeah. which again, we shared more on last episode, Yeah. but just another quick verse on that is Philemon <laughs> one six that you, uh, that the share, this is so funny. You should just share what, how we remember this. Oh yeah. So before starting, Thomas wanted to find a verse in Timothy and he's flipping on and I see Philemon and I was like, oh, Philemon, I, I don't, I don't hear much. Like you don't hear it as often. Like I like quoted. Yeah. yeah. I don't hear it quoted. I forget exactly how I said it. And he's like, oh, you should listen to brother Curry. He, he quotes it and he like, or at least one of these verses. And then we read the verse and, uh, it was really good and actually applies to this message. I was like, wow, let's let's read that too because it applies. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so just live, live in. So it's just like little things that we sure. think could be just thoughts can be prophetic. Right, right. You may and, think it's just like random. We just listened to someone yesterday who is interviewing somebody and then, or yeah, doing like a question and answer session. And he random and he doesn't know this person. It's like a random thing. And he mentions March Madness. And then the lady's like, funny you say that. I And he said it kind of like in a joking manner. Like, I don't think at all that he was like, thus saith the Lord. No, like he wasn't. He was just trying he, for as far as he knew, it was like this random thing to say. And then the lady's like, funny you say that. I work, work for uh, NCAA. And it's like, God is so cool. And like, we really are joined to him. And sometimes are like what seem like fleeting thoughts or just random stuff. Like it really is him. So. Yeah. So good. So this is a, an amazing thing that can apply to prophecy, but especially to the word of God. Yeah. That by the sharing your faith, uh, by the sharing of your faith, okay, that, that the sharing of your faith may become effective, how? By the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Mm. So he's saying our the sharing of our faith becomes effective by us acknowledging, in other words, thanking God for all that we have in Christ Jesus, every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. So it's like, okay. for example, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How do you walk out that reality? By thanking him for that, acknowledging, yeah. wow, thank you, Father, that I am yeah. your righteousness in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so it's like, or whatever, there's so much the Bible says of in Christ Jesus or in sure. Christ. Yeah. And so, so it's just amazing. And so, so good. we need to get into this testimony because <laughs> we're already running out of time. And it's a, in kind of a, a longer testimony, which is, it's just amazing. So, yeah. so, like, so like I said, we randomly came upon this testimony on YouTube. Yeah. 
Uh, but we know the person personally. Yeah. We just hadn't heard the testimony as far as I can remember. And it was amazing the way that we found the video. It's this, yeah. And then happened to go to the part in which it shared a testimony about someone we know personally. Yeah, where this well-known minister shares his testimony of someone we know yeah. that we'd never heard. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> we had to pause it and be like, what? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, they're sharing this testimony of, and, and then I got it firsthand from them just to make sure, and it was even more amazing from him. And so, so anyway, here's what happened. This is, again, in the context of not just sitting on our backsides as when we hear a prophecy but or a dream or vision or whatever yeah but or promise but asking holy spirit how what can i do to agree with you uh to see this come to pass in or through my life yeah and so this uh, this man he um uh he had a uh a a shop in uh, like a gift shop in union station i believe or Central Station, I don't know, it might be the same thing. Uh, we've never been. But anyway, <laughs> in D.C., he had this gift shop, I believe, and uh, when he gets to that gift shop, like early on or maybe right away, Holy Spirit tells him, you have a word for the president. And, and this he, was like 20... Yeah, 20 years ago. Was it 20 years ago, exactly? Well, not exactly. Okay, around. It, it was like 25 years ago, so... Okay. Uh 24 whatever around there and uh so it was in 98 so you have a word for the president and he's like what and uh he kind of like brushed it off because like why i mean don't get me wrong he'd already seen some amazing things uh in and through his life but like that just seemed just out there like and so he just kind of put on the shelf but then later he finds out from a, a friend i think or someone like, oh, yeah, the president comes to this mall, this area, for to buy gifts before Christmas every year. And he's like, oh, okay. Like Then he's like, okay, this really might be God. Yeah. And uh, so he really takes it seriously. And this is what's so inspiring to me is all the steps he took to see this fulfilled. Yeah. And so, and again, like this is not, we're not sharing this to give you a doctrine or a formula. This is exactly what you do in every situation. Right, right. We're just sharing what he did in this particular situation to encourage us, to inspire us to walk in relationship with Holy Spirit, to ask what he wants us to do in our particular situation. Sure. So, okay, so he just starts, he's like, I don't know how to prepare, but praying and fasting. So he just starts to pray and fast, and he goes on a 40-day liquid-only fast. Uh, You know, he said he did some juices, some soups, but it was just liquid, you know, water, obviously um 40 days and praying and just preparing and he's like asking god what am i supposed to tell him and he's not getting anything and uh just you know the whole time he didn't get he doesn't know what he's supposed to share with the president and so we walk by faith not by sight so come day of christmas eve the morning of christmas eve a guard tells him um he's like oh yeah didn't you hear like the president's not coming this year he's in somalia and he's like, no, <laughs> he is coming <laughs> and he's not in Somalia. And so he's just, think about that. The devil already trying to get him to back off his, his yeah. faith, his stand. Yeah. And um, if he would have said like, oh, too bad, like he probably wouldn't have seen the president. Mm-hmm. But he said, like, no, he is coming. Sure. So then later that day, he, um, he sees the president going around, walking, looking at the shops and... Uh, he um 
and, and he, it looks like the president's going to walk by. And what's amazing is like, it wasn't, he didn't just stop at just praying and fasting. When he saw his opportunity, he called out to the president. Because if he wouldn't have called out, he probably would have just walked by. And so it's, again, it's not just praying, you know, it's not just the spiritual aspect of praying or fasting or whatever, but sometimes it's very real practical steps that we need to step out in faith yeah. to see God's will come to pass. Right. Just like with, you know, me standing on, you know, these signs will follow those that believe, they'll lay their hands on sick and they shall recover. Yeah. It wasn't enough to just confess that and thank God for that. I needed to actually apply it and pray for people. Right. And so, so he called out, Mr. President, I have, a, I have a gift for you. And he didn't plan that. It just came out. And he's like, oh, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to give him. Like, what, why did I say that? And he's like, okay. So he comes in and he looks in his shop. He's like, what am I going to give him? And he was reading this book by Steve Hill. Uh, I think it was Time for Tears or Time for Weeping, a book on repentance. And so the president comes in. He's like, I have a gift for you. Uh, uh, here's this, uh, this book. And he's like, have you heard of the Brownsville Revival? Um, you know, it's written by the evangelist from that, from Steve Hill, Stephen Hill. And he's like, yeah, I have heard about it, which surprised me. And, and so he's like, okay, well, uh, here you go. And he's like, still like, what am I supposed to say to him? And, and he's thinking, and, and he's just kind of like stall trying to stall until he figures out what to say uh, or hears what to say. And he's like, uh, what do you think about Christmas? Like, what's the, what does Christmas mean to you? And, uh, he's like, uh, the president was like, uh, I don't think this is the time or place to talk about that, about religion. And, uh, and he's like, okay, well, you, you, I'm sure you know better than I do. I'm just trying to appease him. And he's like, uh, um, he's just kind of like trying to figure out what he's supposed to say. And then finally, he sees a vision, like an open eye, open vision of an hourglass, like a giant hourglass right next to him. And it was like just... A little bit of sand left before it was empty before the time was up on the hourglass and so based on that vision he said like um, something like president mr. president your time is short you need to get things straight and uh, and the president was like looks at him looks away looks at him starts to walk off and like 10 or 15 feet away he looks back and he says who are you <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm so and so <laughs> and uh he's like he's like give me your give me your name and number and so he puts his name and number in the book and uh and then the you know the secret service take it back to the president and then he walks off and and they said he after that like he just felt like the just the just the presence of god really strong after the president left and um um, you know, and so, and then later he felt like he even had a more direct word for the president, uh, later on, but, and to like go to the chapel, uh, that was near the white house. Um, but he kind of like, you know, he felt like it was above his pay grade. And so he, he didn't end up doing that. But, uh, but either way, like the word, the president still had a chance, you know, think about the love of God for this president, um, who wasn't obviously wasn't a Christian, didn't even want to talk about religion. Um, and the love of God to reach out to, to him in, in that time. And um, it was only three weeks later that a scandal about the president broke out. But before that scandal, God gave him a chance, God gave him a chance yeah. to repent and to turn, turn away yeah. and to make things right. Yeah. And, um, 
so anyway, all that to say, like, look at how that's just an amazing example to me, like of how we can partner with God to, um, to see like his will come to pass and that yeah. we, there's very real steps that we need to take at times. Yeah. Um, when he speaks something, whether it's a dream vision or from another person. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like prophecy. Yeah. But where does that start? That doesn't start with us having a word for the president. That starts with us being faithful with his still small voice today. Right. Or the prophecy or the dream or whatever he's given sure. us. And so that could be as simple as <laughs> last night. Yeah. We were somewhere and uh, we felt like, okay, and before you go in and relax, even though we're really tired, uh, to where we're staying, stay and pray for a certain amount of time. And it was, it was you know, it was a battle because we both wanted to go in, and, you know, so, or it could be like, go speak to this person or go, you know, do this certain thing or, or, or just come spend time with me or whatever. Yeah. It's as we're faithful in those little things that as we're faithful, he gives us, he brings increase and he trusts us with more and more and more. Yeah. So good. So there's more we could share about it and there's more we probably will share about it. Yeah. Maybe the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're kind of out of time for for this one. Yep. Anything uh, in closing you want to share? No. <laughs> let us think about dramatic that. pause no <laughs> all right um you can pray okay yeah. so thank you father for your amazing goodness your yeah. amazing love and uh thank you father yeah. you're so amazing so glorious you're so faithful and true yes <sighs> thank you for thank you for your amazing compassion yeah for us yeah, and those all around us. Yeah. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Yeah. Thank you for the grace to wait on you, yeah. to abide in you and you in us, to know you in the secret place. Thank you for your grace your mercy extended to us and to everyone listening and watching. Thank you for helping us to be faithful. Yes. In the small and in the in the big. Yeah. To be faithful. Yeah. By your spirit and grace, not by our own strength, but yeah. from a place of rest in yeah. you and in your love and in your goodness. Yeah. And we thank you that nothing is too big for you, that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords, and we are your sons and daughters. And we're seated with you, Jesus, in heavenly places, and we know your voice, and the voice of another who will not follow. We're quick to hear and obey you, for we are your sheep. Yeah. So we thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way in and through our lives. May you be glorified, Jesus, everything we do, say, and think. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you. Yeah. Be blessed, be encouraged, and know the love of Jesus by the Spirit and by His grace. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>